Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Pure Hoops podcast is a presentation of Pure Hoops Media. The Pure Hoops podcast most definitely does reflect the views of our management. Here's three-time NBA champ BJ Armstrong and Eric Newman. Pure Hoops podcast, Thursday, April 8th. Spring is most definitely in the air. Eric Newman, BJ Armstrong, my man, how are you today? Oh, man, no problems, no complaints. You only complain in the pre-show, right? You only complain in the pre-show? <laughs> <laughs> you complain in the pre-show? Complaining would, would involve the following, that you have no answers to your solution, uh, to your problems. See, you, it, 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 you, it, you it, have be, you have become this new prophet in my life. Yeah, most, no, if, most, if you don't have a, if you don't have an answer to your problem, yep. If you don't have any solutions to your problems, mm-hmm. yeah. Then there's something you got going on now. Fair enough. I just, I just, you know, I just. Fair enough. I make observations. Then I keep it moving. So uh, let's get it going here. I'm I'm ready. Let's see what's going on in this NBA world. So Jazz Suns Wednesday night was Ooh. was a was a was a really like the game was was on my radar. And not only did it deliver in terms of what I was hoping it would be, uh, highly contested, great matchups, specifically starting with Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker, but it really got my wheels turning on what this potentially um, thrilling postseason could be in front of us. So what I wanted to do today, and sometimes, as you know, I like to put you on the spot, is I want to go west and east, east and west, and talk about matchups that we want to see in the playoffs, both from a team perspective and through an individual uh, player matchup lens. So I'm putting you on the spot first. Mm, on the spot with Eric Newman. Okay. That's got a good ring to it. Let's write that down for further development. Um, Eastern Conference. What's a playoff matchup you want to see? This could be a conference finals matchup. This can be an early round. Oh, I want to see how this low seed could push and press this high seed. But Eastern Conference playoffs, team-focused first, my profit friend. What is a matchup that you want to see? The matchup I want to see is the following. I want to see in the conference finals, I want to see the Brooklyn Nets healthy. I want to see more than 
a seven game sample size mm-hmm. of Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant versus a healthy Philadelphia 76ers in the conference finals. I don't care okay. who has home court because of the proximity. I don't think it really matters. But what does matter is I want to see everyone healthy, on the court, seven games, and may the best team win. Not the best players, may the best team win. First impressions of LaMarcus Aldridge in a Brooklyn uniform. You know, LaMarcus has been a 20-game scorer since he came into this league. LaMarcus Aldridge has developed a mid-range, a turnaround at his size, and he's always going to be able to score. Now that he doesn't even have to bother with having to be double-teamed or triple-teamed, you know, he's going to be able to score because he knows – that's what he knows how to do. He's a professional scorer. You know, he understands he's not the first option. He understands he's not the second option. So he can just float. He can figure out how to get to open spots because you have to be concerned with Kevin Durant. You have to be concerned with James Harden. You have to be concerned with Kyrie Irving. And suddenly now, LaMarcus Aldridge is sitting there shooting shots he's never shot before because they're uncontested shots. Wide open. Open, okay. He's going to fit in nicely on the offensive end. What they got LaMarcus Aldridge for is depth to be able to defend when they had to play against big, stronger, bigger, stronger players, such as Joel Embiid in the playoffs. And that's going to involve the following. Someone's going to have to defend him as well. Because LaMarcus Aldridge and whoever plays the center position for the Brooklyn Nets isn't going to get a third of the touches that Joel Embiid is going to get. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay? Mm -hmm. So... When I'm looking for LaMarcus Aldridge, other than the numbers he's going to post here against teams like we saw last night, talking about the New Orleans Pelicans and all the other teams, he's going to find a way to score. I mean, they scored, I don't know what the exact number was last night, but they scored, they were they were clicking literally as best they, oh, they could. They were uh, over 130 points, yeah, and LaMarcus uh, yeah. had 20-plus points already. Okay. They were clicking, looked like on all cylinders for most teams, but then you have to say, Oh, by the way, guys, James Harden didn't even play. Okay? so Unbelievable. What I'm looking for or from LaMarcus Aldridge and all of those bigs, LaMarcus, DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin, is the ability to defend, rim protect, and control the lane. Because at some point here, my friend, that is going to be the most valuable thing they're going to need to advance and win the final game of the season. So the 20 points looks good. LaMarcus Austin can score 20. He's been doing that from the very first day he walked in this league. When he first came in the league with Portland, he did it down in San Antonio. And now he's doing it in Brooklyn. But the thing I'm looking for most from him is what is his ability to contain, not stop Joel Embiid, to contain him. And right now, I don't have any reason to believe that Joel Embiid will not continue to be Joel Embiid based on what I've seen from them on the defensive end at this time. But it doesn't mean that they won't have a game plan 
when that presents itself, if it presents itself. But right now, I don't see anyone on that roster that can contain Joel Embiid from getting to the operating areas he works from. Yeah, I think if you're Brooklyn, um, you've got to have some plan to double team from multiple angles, rotate out, and and make other guys on that Philadelphia team beat you. Um, Philadelphia, best half-court defense in the East. Brooklyn, best half-court offense in the East. So the chess match here, along with the obvious talents on both teams, um, is exciting too. So uh, Brooklyn, Philadelphia as your conference finals matchup. Next, Eastern Conference, player matchup you want to see. And the rule I'm putting in for you is you can only use one of those teams you just mentioned. So this can't be a Brooklyn-Philly matchup. You can use one of them in a different matchup as you see fit. All right. Or go All right. Well, the, the, the real matchup I want to see is Kevin Durant versus Ben Simmons. Okay, so you're just going to ignore the rule I just. Well, I'm not ignoring the rule. Let's go for it. But no, no, that's the one I want to see. Within the the series, I want to see this, and the reason I want to see this is because Kevin Durant. You know, last night's performance to me just said something. Like you missed twenty something games. Yep. Like right. And you just come back and you play like that. Offensively, this guy is in a different category. He really is, Kevin. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant offensively. You know, Kevin Durant reminds me of that guy who's 55, 60 years old who can still go out and just ball because he he has a gift. Some people have talent. Some people just have a gift. Kevin Durant can put that ball in the basket, and he will be able to put that ball in the basket as long as he's walking around. He could just score. I mean, who misses 25, 26 games and comes out and plays perfect in an NBA game and didn't miss a beat? But Not many people. Simmons. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Yep. Ben Simmons defensively has been pretty terrific this year. He really has. So I want to see that matchup. Now, you said, so let's go by your rules. I want to see Ben Simmons and Giannis. Mm. I want to see that matchup. I want to see that matchup. And the reason I want to see that matchup is because Doc Rivers is going to take away something from your game. Doc Rivers is going to take away something from your game and from your team and what you're trying to do. Now, I want to see how Giannis is going to react. But more importantly, I want to see what Giannis is going to do to counter whatever Doc Rivers and staff are going to take away. Because I didn't get enough games last year to see Giannis make the proper adjustments versus the Miami Heat when they took something away. Yep. So I want to see Giannis, what he's added to his game, because in the regular season, he can, for the most part, just physically dominate most. But in the playoffs, he's going to be playing against someone who is 6'10", just as strong, just as athletic, and he's going to be playing against a very good team. So I want to see that matchup. 
I want. I think Ben Simmons on the defensive end is going to be critical to this team's. You know, as they begin to march on in the playoffs, you know, he's going to have to guard. I don't know, maybe Jimmy Butler. He's going to have to guard Giannis. He's going to have to guard Kevin Durant. Maybe he has to guard Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James or he's whoever the guy. comes out. Whoever he's comes out of the, the guy. Yeah. So it's going to start with one of those players, especially at the Eastern Conference, either Giannis or Kevin Durant or Jimmy Butler or whomever that may be. And then we can go from there. So I'm excited to see that matchup because you're seeing two elite players in the height of their career. And I think it'll be fun. It'll be a fun matchup to see and observe and watch the teams play, obviously, but more important, the game within the game. And, and both guys are, are trying to take that next step in terms of up the ladder and, and, and being a, a winner in this league. They've both advanced in the playoffs before. Uh, ben has not been to the conference finals yet. Giannis has played in one conference finals. Um, they're both looking to take that next step and silence a lot of the critics out there. So one Giannis follow-up for you. Do you feel like with how the Bucks have kind of been stealthily under the radar while playing really good ball, do you think that helps Giannis and Milwaukee come playoff time with less expectation on them because of Philadelphia and because of Brooklyn? Well, for the last two years, Milwaukee has had the best record in the league. And a lot of pressure. And for the last two years, they have failed to get to the NBA Finals. They just signed Drew Holiday to a huge contract. And it's kind of nice. going it's nice, going, nice deal for him, right? Yeah, nice deal. And it's kind of going under the radar with no expectations. It's kind of like, oh, that's nice. And let's go back to our daily schedule programming. <laughs> that's what it feels like to me. I'm not letting Milwaukee off the hook with that because they have the back-to-back MVP. They have the defensive player of the, of the year, last year's defensive player of the year. In my opinion, if he's not the best player in the league, which I think he is the best player right now in the NBA, he's the most impactful player now in the NBA right now, Giannis. Okay. Mm. Okay. On both ends of the floor. Okay. He's the, he's the most, and he's doing all of that without a jump shot. Now you say, BJ, why are you saying he is the most impactful player? Because if I put him with any other player that we would consider as a top five talent in the NBA, that team would hands down be the favorite to win the NBA championship. Let's go through the exercise. If I put Giannis and LeBron on the same team right now, if I put Giannis and Anthony Davis on the same team right now, very if I put Giannis and Joel Embiid on the same team right now, if I put Giannis and a healthy Kevin Durant on the same team right now, minus Ooh. all of Okay, Ooh. so Giannis is the most impactful player in the NBA right now. He's the most impactful player. If I put Giannis and James Harden on the same team, you would go, 
Well, thinking about how much how much easier Giannis' okay. life would he be. He doesn't need a third guy next to him. If you put Giannis and Luka Doncic on the same team right now, Luka, uh, Giannis and, and Jokic on the same team right now, you're looking at him. Yeah. So whoever is in your top five with Giannis because of what he does, not only on the offensive end, but the defensive end, you got something special here. So I, 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 I'm, I'm not giving up or I'm not resting on the fact of everything's going under the radar because they have an elite player there, a very special player there who continues to improve every year, who this year, by the way, is playing at an MVP level. And suddenly now they're going under the radar with this type of talent. No, I'm not buying that one. Now, I think this team has to have a championship mentality and they should continue and we should hold them accountable to saying this team should be in the hunt. If they don't win it this year, it shouldn't be like, well, we'll improve and get better for next year. No, this team has to be in the same category as all the other championship caliber teams, the Lakers, the Clippers, Denver, Utah, Phoenix is in the rest in race now. Brooklyn, Philly, they're all in the same boat. I'm not, getting, I'm, not, I'm not taking Milwaukee out of that and saying, oh, well, it's nice if they make it. But if they lose, they'll be back next year. No, I'm not doing that. I'm putting them in okay. the category. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. I'm going to hold them accountable because of the players they have. They've made a, 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 a financial commitment. They put, their, they put their name in the hat. And we should hold them accountable, just like we are the rest of the teams. Before we go west, would you like to hear my Eastern Conference uh, playoff matchup I'd like to see? I just wanted to make sure. Eric Newman, Eric Newman, as we say in Detroit, I'm only with you, though, when you're right. So go ahead and speak. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. So – I did not get to watch the Celtics play the Knicks. Um, I watched that today, game. I can tell you about it. Which, I which, which uh, saw the highlights, and you know, I got some text messages from you know Nick fans saying, you know, good fight. We'll see you next time, type of thing. And um, you know, I had a late day uh, on the on the, in the production studio, so I didn't get to see the game. Saw some highlights, <laughs> and then I, you know, I looked looking at the standings this morning. And, and thinking about the show we were going to do, I was like, wow, you know what would be great is the Knicks are right back in the playoff hunt. And the team that's going to keep them out of the playoffs and the play-in round will be the Boston Celtics. So I want to see the Celtics and the Knicks in the play-in round. That's the Eastern Conference matchup I want to see. Has a lot big, of big res- there. Big, big response there. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I- – I don't hey, listen, think either one of those league, teams are expecting to advance. No, 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 not at all. I'm, 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 I'm talking, I'm talking pure entertainment value. And, yeah, you, you uh, know, I, I have to my, be very my... careful when I talk to Celtic fans. Because, <laughs> yes, you know this. The Celtics fans, there's like the rest of the NBA, and then it's us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. But I'm not delusional. I, I mean, I told well, you, I told you two delusional. months. I told you two months who, ago that to who? Like I, I think I listened to you 
talk about the yeah. Celtics, and I just go, "What is he talking about?" I don't, well, I don't know. What two he's months ago, about. two months ago, I said something on our show saying I expect this team, if healthy and making a proper move, uh, I expect them in the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. This team is so far from the Eastern Conference Finals, it's I, I couldn't even find it with a map. So the uh, reasoning uh, for this matchup is uh, for entertainment value and okay. simply to continue to torture Nick fans back home who tortured me as a kid. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's why I have to be careful. And that's where there and this was is, no response. This is purely, purely out of spite. It's purely out of spite. Yeah, and that's why I had no response. And I just wow. kind of... Okay, you let here. it sit. And like, a, like, a, like a bad joke at the comedy club. And it's like fine. the Celtics fan said, fine. and the Celtics fan said, with a move. How are you guys going to make a move with nothing to give? Yeah, well, you know, when you uh, get a trade like, exemption that, back what, for Gordon. I don't understand yeah. the Celtics are like, oh, yeah, we can get player X. I'm like, okay, where what are you going to give, give up to get him? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Hey, Evan, Evan Fournier is, uh, is a nice player, and I'll leave it at that. Um, not not solving not solving many of their problems at all. Uh, and what might that problem be? Uh, size, talent, depth. <laughs> not having to rely on Marcus Smart making threes to win close games. Uh, I digress. Western Conference team matchup. BJ Armstrong up. What is one Western Conference oh, well, team matchup you, know, you want to see? For me, it's it's been over a year in the making. I want to see the Lakers and the Clippers. I don't care what round it is. There's no escape. April Center. I, I, that's okay. what I want. I, I I want that. I want that. You want that smoke? Up. I want all of. I want all of that. I don't even care what round it is. It can be. Just play no, seven I don't games think it, in the no, regular it doesn't season. matter. It's a it's seven just, game, want, seven yeah, game just, series. Give it to I just want a seven game series. I want everyone healthy. I want, you know, I need a few days for the buildup. I need all of the buildup, the hype, this. I need that. I, I want that. You know, I, I see what I see what you know. Well, look, they, look at the all Lakers the picked up Drummond. They picked up Drummond Boogie. and Rondo is, so is, Rondo, is a clipper now. Yeah. I want to see all of this. I want all of this so that we can settle. Not who's the NBA champion. Who's the best in LA? Battle for LA. Okay. Not about you what know. you've done in the past. It's about right now. And, and, and hey, I, real, I real, and real quick, all Celtics bias aside, if we got Brooklyn and New York in the first round in the East and we got Clippers and Lakers at any point in the West – in, in this playoff window, that would be outstanding. Because I would love to watch the, the Knicks with Tibbs and how hard and, and scrappy they've been playing. And it's a shame Mitchell Robinson went down. Yeah, but I would that, love you to know see. What? Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's, you know what, I really, last game was the first time I said, you know what, they, they miss him. Yeah. Well, they, and, they, and they think, about, think about the effect that he was having on – the game in terms of making life easier for Julius Randle, you know, like Mitchell rock, like Brooklyn obviously has such a talent advantage over uh, not just the Knicks, but everybody in the league. But the one thing Brooklyn doesn't have, and, you know, maybe they think Blake Griffin is the guy that they would try to match up with, but who's guarding Julius Randle? I mean, this guy is, 
has has raised his game to a level that is just is fascinating to watch. So he's going to be a matchup nightmare for everybody. But you know, KD has the length, but obviously Julius is 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 a much stronger player. And do you really want Kevin Durant using all that energy? Uh, trying to check Randall, so I, I think that would be fun. But I, I don't want to. I don't want to stray too far from uh, being back out west with you here. Um, does Demarcus Cousins help the Clippers to the point where you know he he's helping them advance in the playoffs? Can, well, we'll can see he play the, that role? We'll see what the big fella has. You know, I, I'm not putting any expectations on Demarcus because his health issues have been well documented. If DeMarcus is healthy. I love the fit. I really love yeah, the fit. If, if DeMarcus is healthy, listen, now you're talking about a team that you're saying at the very least, they should get to the conference, the Western conference finals at the very least. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we know where DeMarcus is at. I think he gives you spurts. He gives you experience. He gives you toughness. He gives you all those things. But again, Eric, what's fair at this point? Where's his body, right? He yep. looks in terrific shape. He looks good. But at the same time, you know, those are significant injuries. So I'm just glad to see the big fella back in the league. I'm glad to see the big fella back on the court. And whatever he has to give, I'll take it at this point. Yeah. And yeah, if he yeah. give me one game in a big moment where it's 2010 and he gives me a flashback, I'll take yep. it. If he gives me where, you know, it's not working – but it's one thing I know. He's going to give me what he has, and that's all I can ask for. Yeah, I like the uh, Abaka Zubak cousins um, five by committee because they all give you something different. Absolutely. Um, and they're all going to help you in different ways. Um, player matchup, Western Conference playoffs. Who would you love to see? Lot of choices. A lot of, choices. Lot you, you of lot really of good choices. You, you, you got a lot of choices. Okay. The, the the one choice I want to see personally because I I have a you know, I'm really interested because when moves are made, I like to like I don't like to tell you after the fact. You know, it's like analytics. Analytics tells you what happened after the fact. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It tells you after you already did it. No, tell me what's gonna happen before the game. Tell me what's going to happen before, and then I will find your theories and what you see helpful. If you can tell me what's going to happen before. So there's two matchups I want to see. I want to see Kawhi Leonard and, and, and LeBron James, because I've been waiting to see that. I've been waiting to see that one. But the matchup I want to see, because I was a little skeptical at when this move was made. I want to see... Jokic and Drummond. Mm. Okay. I thought the combination of JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard was the perfect fit for this Laker team. I really did. I thought it complemented Anthony Davis's game because it gave them a three-headed monster, if you will, where all three of the players were different. They all had rim protection ability, and they were all very athletic. And clearly, Anthony Davis is an elite scorer 
anywhere on the floor, right? He's a, he should go from the post, mid-range, and the three-point. And the other two were the shot blockers, athleticism. I just thought it was the perfect fit for that team. They not only lose one of those players, they lose both of those players to free agency, one in free agency, the other in a trade, and they bring in Marc Gasol. Now, I don't know if bringing in Drummond was admitting that it wasn't working out. <laughs> but I want to see now Drummond, because Drummond now, and we know all of the other teams or the best teams in the NBA all have bigs now. The bigs are back. So you got Gobert in Utah. You have Jokic in Denver. You have DeAndre Ayton. And Phoenix, who, by the way, they're the second-place team in the Western Conference with a great win over Utah last night. Rudy Gobert. You have Serge Ibaka and company there in, in the Clippers. So Drummond versus Jokic, because Jokic, I feel, was the player that they had to figure out last year in the Western Conference Finals. Yep. So I want to see that matchup because, to me, they had a formula that worked last year. To me, I, I thought that was a terrific – I really – I thought that combination was a terrific combination. If I could – if you could tell me if I could get JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. Because every night, both of them would have like 8-8, eight and 10-10. Eight, and 10. That's like – that's like 20-10 from the center position – yeah, doesn't matter how how it's how you're getting it, but you're getting it. And I don't even have to run a play for these guys. <laughs> I mean, they're just like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. that to me is like that's elite, that's elite level stuff. If you're an executive in this league, yep, you're getting 2010 at that number, and some of these guys are playing 15 and seven. And they're getting like max deals. It doesn't right. add up to these guys. These guys are getting vet minimums. And I'm not mad. Get what you can get. But if yeah, I can yeah, get yeah. the production of JaVale McGee, like last night, JaVale McGee for the Denver Nuggets played like 13, 13 minutes, and he had like eight points and seven yeah. rebounds. That's incredible to me. And then yeah. Jokic goes out and does his thing 25, 10, and nine. Like, yep. What else you need? So Drummond versus Jokic, because I think that matchup will happen. I would love to see that matchup in the first round. They're both of the, I think, four or five right now. And I think that to me would be an elite level matchup because they both need to figure that out. When I say both, I think the Lakers now have to play one or both of those guys extensive minutes in that series talking yep. about Drummond and Marcus O, and I want to see how that plays out. So you mentioned where the standings sit right now, and, you know, obviously the Lakers can be back into the top four uh, very quickly here. They're one game back in the loss column from Denver and the Clippers, who are uh, at 18 losses, and the Lakers have 19. So my question for you is, if the Lakers – decide we could care less about seeding. We want to get everybody healthy. 
to try to defend our title. BJ, what team in the West who would have home court advantage versus the Lakers in the first round, what team do the Lakers want to see who is going to be ahead of them in the standings? The Lakers are a low seed, whether it's five or six. I don't, I don't, I don't think who do the, they, who do they want to see? I don't think the Lakers, I think the team they have in the first round, right? I, I mean, or is it the team the or is it the team they absolutely want to avoid? I don't think the, the team other. they want to see in the first round is, is the Denver Nuggets in a four or five seed. I, I would tend to agree with that heavily. I, don't, I, I think that's the last team they want to see in the first round. Yep. Because this Denver Nuggets team, I've been saying it wherever I've been in this media here over the last week. I think this Denver Nuggets team now is ready to win an NBA championship. In the next three years, they're going to win one. Okay. Say if you ask me today, say that one more time. Say that Denver one more time for the people are in going the back. To, and for the Denver Nuggets in the next three years are going to win an NBA championship. This is a championship caliber roster now. This is a championship caliber roster. They're going to win it. Now, could they win it this year? Absolutely. If you're asking me right now to choose, I'm I'm choosing the Denver Nuggets. I'm going with the Denver Nuggets right now, based on everything I've seen today. To win the 2021 NBA title. 2021 NBA title. As of April 8th, I'm I'm going with the Nuggets. You're picking Denver. I'm picking the Nuggets. Okay. Why am I picking the Nuggets? You need a minimum of two guys who can go get you 30 at any given moment during the playoff series. Check. They got two guys. They got a third guy now, Aaron Gordon, who's arguably the third best player on their team right now. All of those guys have size and can match up at their position right now. Aaron Gordon can defend the other team's top wing player. He has size, athletic ability. He can defend. He can score. LeBron James has 35. There's no reason why Aaron Gordon can't have 25 to 30, maybe 35 himself on any given night. Okay. The reason I'm picking them as the team is because they have another player to me. There, no one else in the league can match up with as their fourth best player. That's Michael Porter Jr. Jokic is the joker, right? With this other kid, Michael Porter Jr., he's the wild card. Because at any given night, he could be the best player on the floor, not on his team. He could be the best player on the floor at any given night and any given game. And right now, he doesn't need to carry the team. There isn't another player in the league as the fourth player that's better than him. No, I'm not even thinking of it, but Johnny L just gave us some, some great uh, analytics here. To, and as we like to do, we back up points. You, and you can back it up. I'm just with, telling you what I see. Michael Porter well, well, Jr. Let's, well, hear me out here. It's, Go ahead. Only it's only 174 possessions, which we know is not a ton. But the net rating of Jamal Murray – Will Barton, Michael Porter Jr., the Joker, and the newly acquired Aaron Gordon, they are a plus 32 
net rating and 134 possessions. I'm just telling you what I see. So, so, what so, I so, see. so no, so this backs up what yeah, you yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Those are the numbers. Exactly. I let the numbers. And, 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 the, and the progression of this basketball team from yeah. losing that heartbreaking game seven two years ago at home to Portland to go to the conference finals to coming back from 3-1 down twice last year in the bubble to finally reach the conference finals and now figuring out their roster and making the right additions to replace the departed Jeremy Grant, who they felt the void of, and to shore up the rotation and to make sure Michael Porter Jr. is being developed where he can take the next step where somebody like you can talk about how well he's playing. Makes perfect sense. Michael Porter Jr. is a wild card. He's a wild card. Okay, he's a wild card in all of this because – when I, you asked me who would I like to see play against each other, I told you the one I really want to see is Ben Simmons and, 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 and Kevin Durant. That's what I really want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you gave me some rules, so we'll go Ben Simmons and Dallas. <laughs> but when you start playing against the Denver Nuggets, if you're Brooklyn or whatever, who's going to match up with Michael Porter Jr. for seven games? If it's not Ben Simmons, if it's not an elite defensive player. If we're going Brooklyn, Denver, Denver quick matchups Denver. right now, Kyrie. Jamal Murray. Is on Jamal Murray. And then who is the – so DeAndre, Durant, Harden. You probably put Will then, on Harden. You probably put Will on Harden. Yeah, Will's on Harden. Okay. Joe Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon, Gordon is definitely Aaron guarding Durant. Durant. Joe Harris and Michael Porter. Yep. And then you got the five with Jokic. I like that matchup. I like my chances. I like my yep. matchups. I yep. love my matchups. I love my matchup. I'm not saying it's better. I'm not saying, but I know there's something that Denver can do at mm-hmm. two positions for sure. Jokic has a decided advantage at that position. And I know Michael Porter, and I'm a Joe. I like Joe Harris. Yeah, that's the, the, the there's there's a match. There's a cross match issue. There's a cross matchup somewhere. That's a cross yeah. matchup somewhere. I think I, Harden may Harden may have to take on that assignment. Uh, and I, and, have and, Joe and on on Barton. And I'm okay with that too. I'm okay with yep. James. I'm okay with James. I'm okay. Michael Porter Jr. In every matchup that I've gone through in my head, every scenario, he has an advantage. And that young man is capable of getting 30 as the fourth best player on the team. Now, the one yeah, thing big, that they've done thing. and added to their team that they haven't had is now they have a rim protector with JaVale McGee. Mm-hmm. Okay, just, yep. just think of the length of this team if they could put this team in the floor and go zone. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Jokic and JaVale McGee. Just think of the length of that team. Mm-hmm. And the reason that can work is because the Joker is, he's a guard. So I'm not worried about ball handling. I'm not worried about spacing on the floor. Oh, oh offensively, you're fine. You're uh, fine. Okay. D- defensively, they can play a zone and cover the floor. They probably can go yep. from one side to the other with three guys just holding out their hand. So the, the yep. what, what I'm saying here is, they have all of the elements to do it. Now, clearly, you got to go out there and do it. But I like the way it's shaping up. 
And, and, and to get back to your question about who do I think the Lakers don't want to play, I, don't, I think they don't want to play Denver. I think Got they it. don't want to play Denver. And if there was a team I think they do want to play, I think it would be the Utah Jazz. Mm. I think that because the Jazz, the Jazz, that's why I was so interested in the game last night. The Jazz still have to win. And there's a lot of pressure on them to get out of the first round. Big time. Because if they, if you go up there and win a game in the first two games, because they're going to probably have the home court advantage. What you know, the doubts are already in there. Here we go again. Here we sure. go again. Sure. So, but unless, yeah. unless Utah drops in the standings a bit, uh, or yeah. the Lakers drop, the Utah Jazz, the, first round. the Utah Jazz could be up 3 1, and people will still be like, well, they did. You saw what happened last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. They so gotta, I gotta, think if there's a team time. for you to play, if you're the Lakers, I would want to play the Utah Jazz. The team I don't want to play is the Denver Nuggets because the Denver Nuggets, I think, are going to be a tough out. It's going to be a tough matchup, and the games are all always about matchups. That is a tough matchup. It's a tough matchup for anyone. So, you know, I, I know Utah has the best record in the league, and they could finish the season out there, but I would love to have two games to win one there because those are the hardest games to win, especially in the playoffs when the playoffs begin. Because it's a new season. Everyone's Mm 0-0. I would love to have an opportunity to play against them because if you could have any self-doubt creep in, you got a chance up there. Oh, yeah. You have a a chance. Those those legs get tight. Those threes aren't falling. It's – and this is a team that depends on the three-point shooting, right? And we all know, like, you can't shoot you shoot the ball well sometimes, sometimes you don't. They've shot yeah. the ball extremely well for the entire season. But what happens when they don't? Yeah. Yep. So. Final question. Looking at the standings in both conferences right now, do you see the potential for one team in either conference to either – drastically uh, fall in the standings or uh, make some sort of a run to improve their standing by a couple of spots? Hmm. Charlotte has the potential to fall because of yeah, their injuries. Hayward because out and, and LaMelo out. And LaMelo, yep. yeah. That, that, that team, because they're currently now fourth in the standings. Yes, fourth and and three in the loss column out of the eight nine tie. Yeah, exactly. New York so, and Indiana. Yep. So I think they have the potential to probably go from four to ten because of injuries, mm-hmm. right? I I think yeah. they're talking about Lamelo was four come back. four to the play in game, four yeah. to the play. Yep. And then I you know is Gordon is what's Gordon's injury? What is his injury? Um, I'm not sure what his injury is. I believe it was a strain. I'm, I'm, yeah, but but I, I know they're talking the moment. about Lamelo. Yeah, I know they're talking about Lamelo is coming back, uh, possibly. So I think yep. the Charlotte Hornets are the team that could potentially fall the most right now. Right foot sprain says Johnny L okay. on Gordon. So thank you, gotta Johnny be, L. They got to they got to be careful there. Johnny L on his game is always is always uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, a little. A little playoff look ahead rapid fire today. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next couple of weeks bring as far as um, 
some things being figured out here in the standings. So, um, you know, all kidding aside, uh, looks like the Celtics have gotten a few things right lately, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, the Hawks, of course, uh, started very hot under Nate McMillan, and now they've come back to earth a little bit at 5-5 five and five in their last 10, as has Miami. So in that Eastern Conference, BJ, I mean, after Brooklyn, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee, I mean, we should just start an open pool here for people to predict who's going to finish fourth, fourth through 10. I have no idea. Um, and, in, in the, and in the West, you know, as much as that top six has felt solidified, uh, Dallas now is only two games behind Portland and three games behind the Lakers uh, as they're in seven. Uh, Memphis eight, San Antonio and Golden State sit at nine and ten with the Pelicans still – the Pelicans and the Kings – um, who have been very streaky. They are both still within at least sight of that play-in uh, 7-10 through 10 for the playoffs. So, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, you've, you've, oh, you've, oh, you've made that very clear today, my friend. Very clear. Yeah. Well, listen, listen to this real quick. Uh, in their last 10 games, Utah 8-2, and two, Phoenix 9-1, Clippers 8-2, and two, Denver 8-2. and two. Like, these teams are all playing very, very well right now. And Utah has actually lost two games in a row to be 8-2 and two in their last 10, including that uh, very tight game against Phoenix on Wednesday. So uh, I think we're going to have a heck of a stretch run here, my friend. So m- more next week. More next week. Appreciate you as always. Special thanks to the team, Bruce Bernstein. OG Mike Lieber, Johnny L, editor Kristen Woolley, and the entire Pure Hoops Media family. Check out the Mike Wise Show dropping each and every Monday. Full court with Fisher and Kay on Tuesday. I'm still processing what an incredible UCLA uh, Gonzaga game that was last week. Didn't get to see the national championship game, but uh, congratulations to Baylor. Wednesday, Catch and Shoot 2.0, Otto Strong and Aaron Berlin. Thursdays, it's Buckets, Boards, and Blocks with Monica McNutt and King McClure. Friday, Pure Hoops Podcast, BJ Armstrong, yours truly, Eric Newman. Check us out. Spread the word. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay pure. Peace. The Pure Hoops Podcast is a presentation of Pure Hoops Media.